You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with a special co-host, DC Lucchese from Well Run Media. And we are here with a fascinating uh, organization called The Elopement Company. Now, Charity Parish uh, started this organization, and if you're somebody that loves weddings and cry every time like myself, uh, but the thought of planning something for 200 people with a dress and a church and flowers and sit-down dinner and, and oh yeah, you probably have a job and you probably have everything else that's going on. Let's throw in an open bar. That's always fun to pay for. There's a lot of things that <laughs> weddings will bring to the table that can cause a lot of stress. And our next guest on the Brand Motors Podcast is somebody that we want you to meet and somebody that's created a really, really unique concept from the wedding game. Uh, Charity specializes in micro weddings. Tiny but beautiful weddings in gorgeous venues for only a handful of your closest family and friends. And they are really, really catching on. I wish this was around in 2015, but it's okay. And maybe it was, I just didn't know about it, but super excited to um, to hear from you, Charity, understand a little bit more about your business and what you guys stand for. So welcome Charity Parish from the Elopement Company here on the Brem Butters Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So let's kick this off. What is a micro wedding? So the fun thing, part about that word is that there's not a really uh, very clear definition. I've kind of made it up. Um, the other title we use, which obviously is in the name of the company, is elopement. And that's the one that people use more often. But again, nobody really understands exactly what that is. Because of course, elopement has an old connotation of running away, not telling anyone, going to get married in the middle of the night, nobody approves. That kind of shit, right? Vegas, <laughs> Vegas weddings, right? Exactly, Vegas. Vegas weddings. Clearly, we're not. It in does Vegas. have a bad, like, uh, negative connotation. Yeah. I like it this. It can, it can, okay. but I'm kind of trying to break that a little bit. There you go. Um, so I've actually broken it down into kind of two separate categories, mm. just honestly for my own purposes. Um, either one of them, very both tiny events, just a handful of guests there, um, and we do the planning and we'll get into more of that. But basically, I've broken it down to the number of guests. I consider elopement five guests or fewer, literally just like maybe your parents, your best friend, something like that, your dog, whatever. Um, and a micro wedding is up to 15 guests. So again, just a little bit more wiggle room with number of guests there. Um, it still has that very intimate feel. We help find a location. We um, provide some Really fun special things like flowers and cupcakes kind of give it that feel of a traditional wedding. And of course, the photography, which is a very important part of it, um, which is actually my background. I am a photographer who oh. decided I wanted to do something a little bit different. And yeah, there we are. And now, what gave you the inspiration other than you're sure as a photographer, you probably shot a wedding or 10. I did, and I <laughs> so uh, most photographers go through this mm -hmm. process when you first decide you're going into photography full time where you try all the things, right? You try babies, you try families, you try seniors, you try weddings, sometimes you try architecture type of shit. And I found a lot of things I really didn't like and found a couple things I really loved. And one of those was working with couples. I adore working with couples. I don't like traditional weddings for quite a few reasons. Um, they're typically just such a stressful experience. Mm -hmm. I'm not the type of person who can take stress and kind of deflect it off to 
the side, I absorb it and then vomit it out on everyone else. So <laughs> I am not good in that environment. And I can recognize that about myself. I'm also um, an introvert. I call myself an extroverted introvert. So I love people, but in a very small basis. So um, yeah, so again, I was trying to figure out, okay, what the hell can I do? Because traditional weddings are not my scene, but I truly adore working with couples. And I remembered a friend of mine from um, back in Chicago saying she thought it'd be really cool to take pictures of people getting married at the courthouse. So kind of light bulb went off. I went down to our courthouse and observed and people were all dressed up clearly having a great day and taking pictures with her phone and that broke my heart and I thought, you know, I can fix this. So I started with that idea, um, people getting married at the courthouse. Decided, let's throw in some cool things, some flowers, some cupcakes, mm -hmm. let's make it feel special. And then I realized our courthouse has ridiculous hours available for weddings. It's Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 4 p.m. Or, <laughs> or Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 7 p.m. at the jailhouse because huh. that's so romantic. Yeah. So <laughs> wanted to expand from there. The idea of elopements just kind of made sense from there. And then again, just built those packages out because a lot of these clients that I deal with are super chill people that don't want to spend two years picking out freaking tablecloths and right. linens and what forks they're going to use. Like they aren't those people. They're way more chill. They're super cool, really fun people, um, people that I truly love working with. Mm -hmm. So just kind of developed from there and yeah, just been um, trucking with it ever since. That is fantastic. So let's talk about some trends that you've seen um, that I think play right into your business model at hand on your website. If you go there on uh, Good Morning America, there is a, a, a clip that they that they did called a look at the growing elopement trends. Uh, and, and I won't lie, I have not seen it and I don't want to <laughs> click it right now and, and let it pop open. But tell us a little bit about, you know, how that's changing. And are you getting more and more calls and more and more people that are interested in this and, and really don't want to go down the traditional route? Absolutely. So my first year, which was 2017, I did uh, 21 total um, elopements. And then 2018, I did 47. And then last year, I did 42. And that's because I turned some people away because I couldn't handle the volume. So right. it's absolutely growing. In fact, I'm currently working on hiring people mm -hmm. to build my team to keep going with this. Um, there is a recent study out that said something like 90% of all millennials would consider eloping. So it's something that is becoming, um, people are coming more aware of it, which is really important because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't even know that this is an option, right? Like they've never thought of something like this. They just think, oh, I'm engaged. I'm supposed to plan a wedding. I'm supposed to invite all my parents' friends, which is always what happens. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Here's the list of people we're inviting. Oh, cool. Do I get to invite my friends or are we just going to invite everybody from the neighborhood that I haven't lived in in 12 years? Look, right. for some reason, when it comes to weddings, parents lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> yes. And I don't know what it is. Like normally <laughs> rational, wonderful people just lose their minds when it comes to wedding and they think this is what we're supposed to do. So again, that idea of like getting the knowledge out there, mm -hmm. letting people know there is an alternative is super important. So it's absolutely becoming a, a more popular thing. And even since I've started my business, a few others have popped up in the country, which is really awesome. So excited about that. Um, and yeah, it's just continuing to grow. And you know, a lot of forecasts are calling for an economic downturn, which to me, just means that this is going to be a smarter and smarter option for people. People are having to decide between putting a down payment on a house or having a gigantic wedding. You know, there's just not 
a plethora of money out there to make both of them happen. A lot of my clients, they are buying houses or have just recently bought a house. They want to take a killer vacation, which I'm all about. Have that honeymoon. Yeah. Go wherever the right hell you on. want. Actually enjoy yourself as yeah. opposed to one day with 150 people vying for your attention. Like, go have fun. Like, why? You know, why put all that pressure on just one day when you can actually have a better experience? So I have a question for you from the entire, this is kind of a social media question regarding, you know, weddings. You, you look at weddings now and, and, and let's use an example like bachelor and bachelorette parties. When our parents or my parents got married, it was like, we're going to go out on the town like the night before the wedding. And that was your bachelor party. Now we got people going worldwide. Oh, I'm taking my <laughs> friends to Amsterdam, dropping $7,000 to go to your buddy's bachelor party. Let's then plan the actual wedding and get involved in that. Mm-hmm. You're not only asking the parents to pay for things. These weddings and the entire wedding season is turning in to literally an unaffordable process where it's like, damn, I hope I don't get invited to Terry's wedding. I'm gonna <laughs> You know, like it's it's unreal. And, and so you say millennials, 90% of them... Are, are thinking and, and it, do you think social media is playing a game in that? I feel like everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses is and everybody, well, I got to have this and I got to have that. And Susie had that and blah, 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 blah. And maybe millennials are now looking at this as like, well, maybe I'm going to change that. Is that kind of what you're seeing in, in that in that landscape? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, there's still the trends of the people who want to spend, you know, 80 grand on a wedding and they are going to Amsterdam for their bachelor party or whatever. But a, a lot of people are just trying to make smarter decisions. And I think, of course, social media feeds into that because, again, it's that awareness. It's yeah. knowing that there are other options mm-hmm. and not feeling like you're missing out because that's really important. That's one of the reasons we want to make these events special and feel really awesome and really fun so that nobody feels like they're missing out on anything because it's not. It's truly a special and wonderful event. Mm-hmm. I know what? Some people still want those traditional weddings and they still want to celebrate with 300 of their best friends. Go for it. But for the people who don't, that's where we come in. And you have on your website are some unbelievable pictures. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So one thing that I think would be fascinating, I love the mountains. Uh, and one of the pictures you have on there is a, a beautiful couple, two men kissing in the mountains. Um, they, it, I don't think it says elopement, but like what a cool picture. I think that might be something that people are like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, I like, I won't get the whole experience, but like, look at some of the places that you can get married. You ain't doing that with 200 people. Right. Like, you are limited to where you can be. And these pictures mm-hmm. are absolutely gorgeous. I would tell everybody that's listening, go to the elopement and you can check out some of that. But wow, it opens up the door to really like where you can get married and kind of the unique just amazing experience that could be. Oh my gosh, it does. I love that you brought that up because so many of my clients are, you know, they're thinking outside of the box already. So they're super into the, how can this be a cool experience for me? How can I make my day about us as opposed to being about everyone else? Mm -hmm. For some people, that means going to the top of the mountain. Those two guys, it was just the two of them. We had a witness and an efficient and that was it. We had the best time. Honestly, I'm still in touch with them. Like they're lovely people. I'm in touch with a lot of my clients, honestly, because I just have the coolest clients. What? How many wedding planners on the big scale side of that (laughs) can say the same thing? I don't know. I've never done that. I don't either. (laughs) So I'm just curious as to how many people would say that could could relay that same kind of thing that the experience was so intimate and the experience was so personal that I'm still in touch with these people. Absolutely. And it's, that's one of the reasons I love it so much, mm-hmm. just personally, I get to have a great time with my couples as well. But yeah, we get to go to super cool places. We get to just 
have a wonderful intimate experience where it's literally like they're having what they want to have. There's right. no unnecessary elements. There's no one they have to like not even recognize at their own wedding. Yeah. They, everyone that's there wants to be there. It's just so much fun. But you, the downshot, of course, is you don't have the story about, oh, you should have seen how Yash got hammered at that wedding. Yeah, huh? We're Does still talking really about it. really want that story, though? <laughs> Let's make that from another night. Exactly. You should have seen that night after the podcast. <laughs> Yash, Yash is getting a Drilled today over here. Yash, Yash you know, doesn't act that way. Oh, he does not. He only does that. He does that before the podcast. That's right. right. Okay, seriously, seriously. Now, tell us about the experience. Client comes to you or clients come to you and say, hey, we're thinking about this thing. I got a crazy idea or uh, we just don't want to do the big thing. Where do we start? How does it work? Yeah, so I get kind of across the board as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Like some people have in mind what they want from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Some people have looked at pictures on my website, honestly, and have said, this is the venue. I love this place. I'm in love with it. Let's book this. Let's move forward. We make it happen. Some of them just have a vague idea of, oh, I like the idea of being outdoors. I like mountains or I like water or I like, you know, whatever it may be. Some of them have no idea at all. They just know they don't want to do a traditional right. wedding. That's not their scene. Mm -hmm. And so they book with me. We kind of have that introductory call, all of that kind of stuff. I start by helping them find a location. That's always the hardest part because there's so much to take into consideration. Time of the year, time of the day, are there any uh, guests that have um, sort of accommodations we need to worry about? So, you know, we can't go up the side of a mountain or we can't be in a, a place that's a little bit more difficult to get to, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, once we've nailed down the location, we find the details. And that's – I have a lot of fun with the details. So I actually make the flowers myself. What? Yes, I do. Um because I like to be extra. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I got into Man. that because my uh, my mom and my grandmother both messed around with it. I made the flowers for my own wedding a long time ago. And so, yeah, I was just like, why don't I include that? I can do that. So, yeah, I make the flowers right myself. On. I find out if they have any allergies to any sort of cupcakes or if they have any other special requests. We just arrange um, how the day's going to look. And then, um, yeah, it's there's not a, a whole lot more to it, to be honest, which is part of the beauty of it. There's, you know, if, if you're planning a traditional wedding, you go to a bookstore and you get a, a wedding book that is gigantic, three inches thick with thousands of items you're supposed to do and a checklist for, you know, up to a year out from your wedding date. And there's all these things you're supposed to do. When you're planning an elopement, because we're able to keep it so intimate and tiny and simple, mm -hmm. it literally is almost stress-free. And I say almost stress-free because, of course, there's little things you're still planning. You got to find the thing you want to wear. You got to decide if you're inviting your mom or not. But uh, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it's just so simple. And I've had so many people tell me, this is the best decision I've ever made, or this literally was stress-free. And one bride email me and be like, well, I'm drinking beer and just waiting until April, so have fun. Like, And that's, that's what I love to hear. You know, oh, yeah. you enjoy your life. I'll take care of the hard part. And yeah, let's have a great time. Question for you. Would it be more difficult to get a wedding together for a or an elopement for a pair of CrossFitters or vegans? 
So I have a tricky answer to this because <laughs> most of my best friends are vegan. So I'm um, really used to that part. Okay, so, as far so as we know the answer now. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I um, I lift weights a lot, and I um, my trainer is at a CrossFit gym, and I just watch them like throwing weights around, and I'm like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like not preparing for a wedding or an elopement. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm checking out um, your website and looking at all the different packages. And just to kind of give you an idea, you know, the elopement, 1800 micro wedding, starting around 2200, all the way up into an adventure elopement, which could be US wide at 5500 or worldwide at 7500. Well, 7500 is about the money that we spend on damn flowers. All right. So, like, <laughs> If we really want to get down to, really so you're telling bitter. me He's really I, we could have gotten married worldwide. <laughs> I could have gone anywhere in the world and got married for the amount of flour. Oh man, uh, all right. Any, anyways, no, I I loved my wedding. We had an amazing day. It was it was amazing. Like it really was amazing. But I think anybody especially parents, after you kind of get through the honeymoon phase and you start to look back on how much money it actually cost, there's things that you could have gone without, right? There's things that you're like, well, oh you know, did, did that really matter? Did that really affect our day? Did it make the day better? And there's a lot of things that you could probably X out of that. And it was very stressful. I mean, when we went through our wedding planning, the first wedding planner that we had was a phony and we actually lost all of our money from the first Whoa. one. Yeah, she, wow. she, this lady, and this will tell you the experience. Like we go on, we read all these reviews online. We find out that this is a great person, great mm -hmm. company. Well, we call her. Well, that person that came to that meeting was someone that had just bought that company. So all of the reviews were for the previous oh, owners man. and wow. we didn't know. Now we, she was great at the beginning and everything was, was awesome. Well, they, they weren't doing their job at all. Right. So like to throw out the stress level, we thought we were going down the right direction. And about four months to our wedding where we had 200 people, uh, everything was 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 hell. Right. So to me, I'm over here like, oh, hold on. We could have spent nine hundred dollars at a courthouse wedding. All right. We're gonna have to go check this out. But anyways, <laughs> uh, long story short, it you there's a package for everybody in there. And if you're interested in having a smaller type wedding where you wanted to make it, you know, more intimate, I think this is a, such a cool idea. And I'm Thanks. surprised more people haven't really thought about it. Um, but I'm really proud that you did that. So yeah, um, one amazing. thing, one thing I kind of want to jump into. So you were mentioning how many you can do, like, what are you targeting in 2020? You want to bring more people. I can imagine that these fill up pretty quick. They do do, especially certain months, of course, because there are the typical wedding months. But mm -hmm. um, again, that's why I'm working on bringing on help because I don't want to turn clients away. I want this to be accessible to everyone. And so, yeah, bringing on some office help, bringing, bringing on some other photographers to just keep it going. Ideally, eventually I want to spread into other cities. I just think why not? Like more people need to have mm -hmm. access to this kind of thing. Yeah. I have a question. So with all of this kind of push into the micro side of it, you trying to kind of expand your business. What is, let's just say this, you're an industry changer, right? You're somebody that's not going by the status quo. You're coming in and saying, well, you know what? Wedding industry is nice. I'm going to do it a little bit different. What has the vibe been for maybe other wedding planners, people that you've talked to that are in the industry? Do you have those connections with them? And is it something that they're excited about? Or is it something they're like, well, that might not really work. I'm just curious what your competition says to this. 
From the actual wedding industry, I have a – I mean, there's just some wonderful, gracious people in this area. Now, this is the only place I've ever run a business. This is all pretty <laughs> new to me. So, you know, this is all I can speak to is the people I've met in Charlotte. But um, there's a few different collectives kind of in Charlotte. One of my favorite is called Rising Tide Society, where it's literally creative entrepreneurs. We meet once a month. And people are just so supportive. Um, a lot of people are super into that idea. And, and the thing is that there's enough business for everyone because, like, you know, there's still mm-hmm. – the traditional wedding's not going to go away. And that's fine. Some people truly want that. And, you know, there's some in-between there, too. There's some other companies that are doing things like trying to take traditional weddings and get rid of that unnecessary stuff like you were talking about or, or maybe make smarter decisions. Um, there's some really great resources out there for that kind of stuff, too. But I just know so many amazing people who are so supportive. And there'll be wedding planners who get inquiries for elopements and send them right over to me because that's not their ideal client. That's not what they love to do. And so they send them my way. And same thing for me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I get um, an inquiry that's bigger than what I can handle, that's a more traditional wedding, I'm going to send them to one of them who's going to do a much better job for them because that's their business. That's what they specialize in. That's what they're really passionate about. And so it's, it's just a matter of that. I think it's so important to work together. And mm-hmm. I, I find that like when – and the funny thing is I'm a really shy person by nature. So when I go out to these, um, like I said, the networking events that generally terrify me, I have to make myself talk to people. But when I do, I find like the best things happen and I make these amazing connections and we generally are trying to boost each other. And I mean, to me, like I I couldn't really run my business if these other people didn't help me out as well. I've gotten the best resources. I've gotten great advice. You know, it's, it's just a matter of loving on each other and again knowing that there's enough business for everyone so we we had recently um had a guest on that wrote a book called the give first economy and a lot of it was not looking necessarily at you know your competition as your competition but how can you support each other and you mentioned about 15 minutes ago that there are other organizations that are similar to yours that are opening up on the company and like how exciting that is for you And like, I'm just proud of you for making that type of a statement because there's a lot of people that would look at that as, oh my gosh, there's competition. This one's opening up. But what you're seeing is a huge opportunity for a lot of people to really, really create a personal connection in your community. And and there can be multiple companies that do the same thing in this arena. You're always going to have that personalization. You're always going to have that personal touch and that's needed across multiple different platforms. So kudos to you. Having that mindset is something that will, uh, I, I think, make this organization, you know, something we're talking about for for decades so um well let's talk a little bit about how how can people get in touch with you how soon i mean if i'm if i'm trying to get married you know like people in my mind like if you're getting eloped it's like hey let's do this like in uh, four days (laughs) (laughs) but what is uh what is is kind of the timeline for people to get in touch with you and if we have people that are listening that are interested in this um, I'm sure there's some parents out there like wait how much how much was that <laughs> exactly run that um, by me hey honey guess what I found <laughs> check out elopementcompany.com but tell us a little bit about the timeline on that and then how um, should potential clients get in touch with you or potential vendors or hey maybe there's people out here in the Charlotte area that have an amazing venue that they've never thought could be a wedding venue but now it could be Please, first of all, venues reach out to me because venues are always something that I'm on the search for, always. Um, As far as getting in touch with me, website, of course, is going to be great. That is theelopementco.com, and there is a form in there to fill out. Feel free to email me. That is info, I-N-F-O, at theelopementco.com. Of course, there's also 
Facebook and Instagram. Please feel free to follow me there. Um, wait, what was your other question? I forgot it. Uh, when, when people, <laughs> yeah, when, if I'm trying to get married right yes, now, which I, I'm not, timeline. I'm not. Yeah, timeline. What, timeline. How quickly do they need to get in touch with you? Okay, so first of all, I love this question. I get it all yeah. the time. The answer is it's all over the freaking place. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, like I'm literally booking and planning things for February right now, but I also have clients in 2021 already. Oh, Actually, fun. I'm going to Scotland in 2021 with clients, so... Real fucking excited about that one. Yeah, it only cost thirteen dollars, and they're going to <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but um, yeah. So an average, I would say, is about six months. I've planned them in two days. I never want to do that again. <laughs> um, and it, it kind of depends on how flexible you are, right. and you know, in letting me pick your venue and that kind of stuff. But yeah, an average is six months. Fall is already filling up quickly because it's fall, and around here, everyone loves to get yeah. married in October. October is wedding season. Um, but yeah, just the sooner the better because, again, I can, I can give you more options and more opportunities the sooner we talk. But again, average six months, do plenty within the three- and four-month range as well. It's kind of all over the place. See, for six months and the cost of an open bar, you can get married <laughs> in Scotland. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Have you ever um, done any any couples that are renewing their vows? Is that an opportunity too? It is. Actually, we have a vow renewal package. And um, yeah, I've done one and I want to do more. I've been so busy with just the element side of things that I haven't really gotten to explore more options quite yet. But that's part of hopefully our expansion. I feel like that would be an amazing opportunity for people that have been married 20, 25, 30 years, you know, and, and say, hey, like maybe we had this big ass wedding that was stressful and family were ever there. And we were trying because the biggest advice I got when my wedding was don't try to make everybody happy. You have to have time for yourself. And so me and my wife, we literally pulled ourselves away from the party and we're lucky enough at the Mint Museum where we got married that the upstairs was not occupied yet oh, nice. until we went up there. So we got to see our whole layout and we actually danced to our song with no one in our room. Aww, and it was it, that probably is the most memorable experience of the entire thing. And it's just neat. So like I look at this now as like people that maybe didn't get that mm -hmm. opportunity. This would be so cool. And then you can make it about you. Yeah. And then you can go on a cool ass vacation. And uh, and who knows? You can include your kids, too. And then they get to see it. So I think we got a whole nother branch over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. that Actually, we can it's, it's funny because off. I didn't love my wedding experience. I did the thing where um, my parents didn't have a lot of money. We were just getting out of college. I've been married 15 years at this point. Good for you. Um, I we did what we thought we had to do. I, you know, I thought I had to do all this stuff. And, and so none of it ended up being exactly what I wanted because I didn't have the budget for it. And so I keep thinking, you know what? I want to do a like vow renewal elopement and maybe a few years, maybe for our 20th, we'll do something like that. That's cool. I, I mean, yeah, not to, to beat this in the head, but you said a great point. People get married and they do what they think they have mm -hmm. to do. They think they do what they think they should do. Absolutely. They do what they think their parents want. Like it's gotta, it's gotta be about you. Yep. You know, like that. This is the one time, and everybody says, "Oh, when I got married, like it just goes by like that." You just, and you're like, "Oh, you know," and then it's over. Um, this is really neat because I think it gives you more of an opportunity to actually focus on why you're getting married, who you love, and experience that. So, cheers to you, Charity. I think this is such a cool idea. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that that an organization <laughs> didn't start this earlier. I needed you, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. So bitter. Uh, no, no. I, honestly, I loved everything about my wedding, but like it, it's expensive. I mean, it me is. and my father-in-law, we talk about 
that stuff all the time. Like it's wild. I now have a new son coming in June and I'm not going to lie. Like right before I pulled that, that, you know, trigger to find out what, what was going to shoot up in the air and the confetti, I was like, whoo. And it wasn't because of just things. It was literally, I was thinking about paying for my daughter's wedding and oh like God, how so crazy sad. it's isn't that crazy but it, it's nuts like you think about like all these things and these expenses like that shouldn't be something that people worry about and it should be more about the moment the love and everything else so I, I love what you're doing I think there's a lot of people out there that are gonna enjoy listening to this podcast but ultimately reach out and uh, if you're listening you better call right now because I'll bet you this uh, is gonna fill up um, again if you are listening like share comment please go on Instagram and follow the elopement company they have amazing pictures on there. Definitely one that you'll uh, you'll get a lot of love out. And uh, Charity, we wish you the best and uh, look forward to following the journey. And until next time on the Brand Builders Podcast, this is Brian Young and DC signing off. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.